Cole for Barstool. Man, we're gonna have some fun today. I know that uh, recently I've been kind of migrating away from Facebook marketing and that topic within my podcast. Being focused more on business generally, uh, especially online, starting a business. Today's topic, though, is going to kind of combine the two. Um, I'm going to talk about why Facebook likes still matter. And so this isn't going to be so much about you know tutorial about Facebook marketing, but I wanted to, to address this because it's been something I've seen a lot about lately. So we're going to get there. And, and before we jump into this week's episode, um, just a quick reminder, my website custom audiences workshop. All right, so this is probably my most important product I've released to date on helping you target the people that matter. And so that's highly relevant to today's discussion when it comes to the value of a like and the value of you know, the people you target. Well, you gotta make sure that these are actually people who care about your product or service. And you do that with website custom audiences. So um, the live event is gonna happen on the 4th, June 4th. Go to johnloomer.com slash WCA-workshop to get all the details there. Now, if you can't attend the live event or if you hear this after the live event, no problem. You can still purchase the recording that comes complete with all the necessary information you're gonna need um, to help you create the website custom audiences to help um, sell, build a fan base, build an email list and increase traffic. Okay, that's johnlimmer.com slash WCA dash workshop pop a bottle let's do it hey everybody john here from johnloomer.com and John Loomer digital on facebook here with another edition of the social media pubcast where each week i invite you to the virtual pub and we get drunk on social media so this week, oh man, I tell you, I mean, there's some weeks where I'm jazzed to grab a beer and hop on and talk to you. Um, not that I don't want to talk to you, but I just had breakfast, man. It's uh, uh, 10.45 my time and just choked, choked down a coffee, part of my routine. And now, you know, I, I can't go outside of... Um, outside of the the format here and not drink a beer and I can't lie about it so I'm still doing it but it's a little painful not really in the mood right now but I'm drinking a lucid air and lightning ale so I made sure to go with something a little bit lighter four and a half percent alcohol and uh, for more information on lucid air go to lucidbrewing.com interesting stuff raise a glass cheers okay so I've been a bit frustrated lately. Um, my strategy, my Facebook strategy, and I'll get into a little bit more of this in a, in a bit, um, is built around um, generating, cultivating a highly relevant audience on Facebook. And that means a fan base, right? But I've been hearing more and more lately how likes don't matter or they matter a whole lot less than they used to and maybe you shouldn't invest in them on and on and on. Now, um, so 
my issue, my problem here that I grapple with is addressing the, these these statements. A lot of my friends are saying these things, and so I don't want this to come off as a straw man argument where no one's actually saying that likes don't matter anymore. Um, but at the same time, I don't really like throwing my friends under the bus if they're saying these things either. So, um, well, I'll admit that maybe I should, you know, st- still mention who they, who they are. It doesn't really matter. A lot of people are saying it, period. Um, basically that, and really the argument comes down to a couple things when they say likes no longer matter or they no longer matter as much as they once did. And it comes down to reach typically. They say your friend, your fans won't see your content anyway, or a small percentage of your fans will see your content anyway. So it's just not worth your time. Um, that's that's the first argument against building likes. Um, and the second argument is more about building likes um, through paid advertising. Why that's no longer necessary, and while that's maybe even fraud, right? <laughs> So there was this famous video that went around called Facebook Fraud that got everybody in a frenzy um, saying that you shouldn't pay for likes because it doesn't result in paying customers. And really what this argument uh, was built on was some poorly targeted ads over the last couple of years um, that resulted in a lot of bots and, you know, whatever. And obviously that did not result in business. They were just fake people, or a lot of them, so they wasted their money. Now, if you want to see my full response to that video, if you haven't seen it yet, um, again, this is it's been a few months now. Make sure you go to johnlimmer.com/fraud. But the bottom line with that was that um, for me, it's all about the targeting. So yeah, but you know, I'll get into the counter argument here in a second. But before we get there, go ahead. Raise a glass. Cheers. All right, so my counter argument now. Um, now, the argument that um, if your fans won't see it, your content anyway, or a like is no longer valuable, is basically made in a vacuum that a, a like now lacks value. It doesn't consider the quality of like and the results that come from it. And I tell you, Results do come from it if you do it appropriately. Because, yeah, if, if you build an audience by buying likes, for example, no ads, just buying likes and you get a bunch of bots, are they valuable? Of course not. If you build an audience through poorly targeted ads, result in a bunch of people who aren't really interested in you, don't even speak your language, is a like valuable? Of course not. If you build an audience through contests, giving away iPads when your business has nothing to do with iPads, is a like valuable? Of course not. But if you create highly engaging content that people engage with, your potential customer engage with, that's highly relevant to them, if when you create ads to build likes, you target people who are your customers, your paying customers, people who visit your website, are those people valuable? Absolutely. So, first of all, let, let me address um, the, the main points of a couple of these arguments. Your fans won't see your content anyway, or a small percentage of your fans will see your content anyway, is the one I see over and over and over. 
based on the fact that we've seen a percentage of fans will see a single post drop from, you know, in the good old days, it was in the 20s, even maybe sometimes 30% down to now. Um, on average, I, I hear 5 to 7%, um, sometimes more. I, I sometimes see more, sometimes less. Um, but here's the deal that drives me crazy, okay? And I, I talked about this in an older blog post about how the way we view reach is all wrong, okay? The argument that um, your fans won't see your content anyway or a small percentage of your fans will see your content anyway isn't entirely true. The percentage of fans who see each post, a single post, yeah, that may be going down. But how many of your fans see any of your content for free so you haven't promoted that post during a given day or week. Is this not valuable? Are those people worthless? Because again, understanding the way Facebook works. The Facebook wants um, a, a users to have a positive experience on Facebook. They can't just cater to marketers and advertisers and show all of your crap to, to everybody. Um, I mean, they could. But they know, they from experience, that if users see more stuff that they're likely to engage with, they're more likely to stay on Facebook and be happy. And that has worked. That's been a good formula for them. I don't know how anyone can deny that, um, considering how long Facebook's been around and done a, continues to grow. Um, you rarely see users ticked off about, oh, I don't see, I don't see stuff from these brands. It's, it's marketers who, who get torqued about it. Okay, um, so if your stuff is content that users want to see, they'll see it. They'll see a lot, lot more of it than than garbage from brands that people don't want to see. Um, but and here's the other thing. The yeah, if if it may be that only five percent of fans see a single post, but those five percent are pretty darn valuable. Because those are the people who have shown Facebook that they, they truly care. They care the most. Um, but again, it's not that Facebook is preventing 95% from seeing it. That's, that's kind of the myth that people perpetuate, the marketers perpetuate because they're angry that more people aren't seeing their posts. It's not true. The truth is only half of those users are online every day anyway. And when they are, they may not have been on during that time when you were posting to even see it if they, you know, Anyway, even if there was no filter, that's that's the bottom line. So first of all, the five percent most likely to care are going to see it, and who are online at the time, right? And helped by story bumping, by the way. Anyway, so let's say it's just five percent, but that's the five percent most likely to care. Those those five percent matter, right? That's kind of a big deal, right? Um, let's say let's say for example, you have an email list. Is and understanding too, it's it's apples and oranges. That yes, you're going to reach more people with an email list when you send out an email because it's a stationary target, uh, as opposed to Facebook, where they might not be online every day. If they're not, they're not going to see it. With email, you get a twenty percent open rate, maybe sometimes less. Do you say it's worthless because eighty percent of the people didn't open your email? No, you know those twenty percent who opened. A large percentage or a good percentage of them 
are likely to act. You don't just scrap the whole email list because 80% didn't see one single email. Something else to keep in mind with Facebook, we're looking at this, we're obsessing over a single post over and over and over. We say 5% saw this post, so it's that same 5% who see every post. That's not true. It's not true. Look at your stats. If you go into your page level export, um, you can see the percentage of your fans who saw any of your content organically during a given day or a given week. You know what you're going to find if you, do, if you do a pretty good job and you post more than one time a day in most cases, you're going to be surprised. You reach a large number of people. It's a lot more than that 5%. How does that happen? It's because you're reaching a different group every time, people. Okay, um, so so that's the deal with addressing. Oh, you don't reach every, you reach a small percentage of your fans. You don't reach anyone. That's just not true. Um, it's basically compl- saying that the the percentage you do reach with a single post aren't valuable. It's also completely missing the point. They're re- reaching a different group every time you post. So there's a lot of value. First of all, just reaching them organically, but it goes beyond that, and I'll get to that. In, in a little bit. Finally, regarding Facebook fraud, we go back to that email list scenario. You know that an email list of 20,000 people is only valuable if there are 20,000 people who care about your product, service, or niche. So if you just randomly buy an email list of 20,000 people, uh, you can't be surprised if that doesn't result in sales, for example, right? Same with Facebook ads for likes. Attract those who who are already close to you so you can bucket them and reach them later, both paid and organic. So it's all about quality here. And I think, again, we look at likes and the value of a like like in a vacuum when they're not all created equal. Should I pay to reach somebody who's visited my website and get them to like my page so I can potentially reach them again organically or at least bucket them so I can reach them with an ad later because they're, they have shown that they, they are, are, they have read my content and therefore may be a prospective lead. That's a good idea. I would say. All right. Tip of glass. We'll get to how I value likes in my uh, Facebook sales funnel next. Cheers. Okay, so now let's talk about how I value likes and how it works into my strategy. So I, I look at this. You know, if you've listened to me before, if you read much of my stuff before, you you probably have heard this or read it before. Um, it's just a very simple Facebook sales funnel, and it's built entirely around first having a highly relevant audience. Why? I found over and over and over that fans are most likely to buy. So I I love to give these two examples. The first was when I first launched um, a power editor training course. And um, I ran um, a campaign promoting it. 
and I've created created several ads. First of all, I created ads targeting fans, created ads targeting my email list, created some FBX ads back before their website custom audiences targeting my website visitors. And then I created a whole bunch of ads with various copy and imagery, targeting variations, trying to trying to get you know perfectly find the right combination for non-fans to sell to them. And the results of that, I were I was not able to sell to a single person who was not connected to me in any way. On the flip side, those fans, email subscribers, website visitors. That's where I had, uh, I believe it was a 45 times ROI. 45 times ROI. It was disgusting. And I wish at the time that my fan base was bigger than it was. Because that's unfortunately not very not scalable over a long time. But man, I profited from it uh, for, for, that, uh, for the size of that audience. Now, the, the second example I like to give is... Um, for Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday, I think it was the same course, I don't recall. Um, just spur of the moment, I decided to do an online Facebook offer. I invested $200 targeting fans only for a 14-hour campaign. And that $200 turned directly into $10,000 in revenue. Why? They were fans. They are people who are used to seeing me in their newsfeed, who have expressed interest in seeing my stuff and are likely to buy. And when you think about it, it just makes sense, people. I mean, first of all, anyone who comes to me and says, you know, they want to take an approach to Facebook, similarly to how they approach Google um, with ads to sell stuff. You know, I warn them. I'm like, I'm not saying you can't find success with this, but it's not Google. And people on Facebook, whereas, so first of all, on Google, you can, you can um, target searches for people who have buying intent. Well, that's not going to happen on Facebook. On Facebook, you're just targeting people by their characteristics and who these people are, what they like, what they do. And has nothing to do with they're interested at that moment in buying your crap. So the question then becomes, okay, so who how can you how can you get Facebook users to buy stuff? And when you think about it, it's just common sense. People using Facebook uh, for the most part are there to interact with friends and family, be entertained, be informed, learn new stuff. And if anything comes into their newsfeed from someone they don't know or trust, it sticks out. So I'm not saying don't advertise to non-fans in the newsfeed. I've actually come around on that. But typically, if you show up in my newsfeed, I don't know who you are. You're selling your crap. I don't trust you. You haven't built up any trust with me. And even if it's a relevant product for me, why would I buy something from you? Because it just comes off as spammy. On the flip side of that, if I have told Facebook that I want to see your stuff and I like your page, 
whether or not I see a lot of content from you organically doesn't matter that much in this situation. It matters a little. Yes. Make sure you reach some of these people organically. Great. But when you target those ads at fans, it doesn't stick out for them, for those fans. They're like, again, they know who you are. They trust you. They trust you enough to, to like in the first place. So when you do sell, um, they're, they're basically a, a qualified lead in that case. So it just makes sense that those people will be more willing to buy, more likely to buy than some non-fan, someone who's never visited your website, isn't on your email list. And because you've got to gain their trust. It's all a game about trust. And you haven't, if you haven't gained that trust, don't expect a sale. So I, I feel like I just went on a tangent without when I was about to talk about my Facebook sales funnel, but I think that was necessary. My Facebook sales funnel goes like this. Number one, build a highly relevant audience through Facebook fans, through likes. So um, I'd be very wary of running contests that um, may attract people who aren't your target audience. I don't run contests at all anymore because I want people who are willing to buy stuff, not people who are looking to get everything as cheaply as possible. That's my target audience. Um, but also, you know, make sure that your targeting, your ad targeting is as good as possible to attract the right people, to build the right audience. As we know, if you target the wrong countries, um, the further you move away from people who are already connected to you, so that would be email subscribers, website visitors, for example, more, the less faith you should have in the quality of that fan. So number one, Build that highly relevant audience of people who are likely to engage, care about your product or service. Number two, provide content that interests them. Provide value. I mean, I feel like that's kind of over, overstated at this point. We say that all the time, but it's true. Um, if, you want, if you want to gain their trust, if you want to show up in their news feed later, you need to actually provide value instead of just selling to them all day long. So whether it means educating them, entertaining them, um, providing discounts, if, if that is applicable for you, some sort of reason why they should care about your content, um, provide content that interests them over time to build their trust. And number three, find a way to collect an email address because I'll, t I'll say it all day long, you don't want to build a house on rented land. So if you're building a business entirely through Facebook and not sending them to your website and collecting email addresses, you're bound to fail. You might have short-term success, but long-term you could be in trouble. So find, find some sort of piece of content, some lead magnet that's a value that you can give away for free in exchange for an email address. So then when we get to step four, you sell. And you sell in multiple ways. You sell by emailing those people, announcing this product. We'll say 20% of people will open that email and see it. Some of them might see the, the subject line and see that you're selling something. You will post, of course, organically to your Facebook page announcing this product. Maybe 5% of those people will see it. And then, of course, you will promote that post. You'll promote that post to fans, most importantly. 
So then you'll be reaching people by email. You'll reach them potentially with an organic post on Facebook. You'll reach them with an ad on Facebook. And you're focusing on the right people who are most likely to buy from you. Okay? So again, bottom line, if, if you don't take an approach like this, if you're just all about selling, you're just selling to people who may not know who you are, interrupting their experience on Facebook. So even if you only reach a fan with paid ads, for example, you know they're interested in, in you and are willing to hear from you. That's what they say when they like your page, as opposed to blindly targeting people selling your crap. Make sense? So that's how I value likes. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers. Okay, now finally, I just want to underscore the importance of targeted ads. So when you build likes, focus on quality over quantity. And I know this is something we say repeatedly, quality is better than quantity, whatever. But it's, it's something that's not followed. We, we obsess over the number of likes we get without, thinking, without understanding that it's the quality of those likes that are most important. So there are times you should be willing to spend a little bit more to attract the people most likely to buy. And let me give you a couple examples. There, there are a lot of marketers out there, quick fix marketers, selling products, you know, talking about how you can get one cent likes and all this kind of garbage. And I don't know, maybe some of that stuff actually works and it leads to sales. More likely, um, these are low quality fans that all it does is build a number. Now, I grapple with this sometimes myself. So when I first started running website custom audiences, targeting people who visit my website to build my fan base, I was seeing really, really cheap uh, page likes, so which was great because we know these are qualified people. They visited my website. They know who I am, so they're people likely to want to read blog posts in the future when I share them and likely to buy from me. Now, I can't necessarily put my finger on why, but um, that low price didn't sustain. It uh, has now been, I mean, page like costs in general for me have been going up over the last few months. But here's the deal. Here's what I'm finding now. Um, I had temporarily completely abandoned targeting by interests and lookalike audiences because I have less faith in the quality of, of those groups. Um, but the dilemma I have now is that the costs I'm seeing for uh, page likes targeted people in the core English-speaking countries, again, um, for, say, page-like, look-alike audiences, so people similar to those who like my page, and then based on specific interests, those costs have been less than the cost of a page-like of people who have visited my website. So what do we make of that? Do we abandon targeting people who have visited my website? I think that's a bad idea, right? So um, I think, you know, and this goes back to, again, whether how much trust you have in Facebook um, when, when it comes to targeting. So 
if they if somebody hasn't if somebody's if somebody has visited my website, I you can't get much more relevant than that. So if I gotta spend a little bit more to get them to like my page, I think it's worthwhile. As opposed to getting someone to like my page uh, based on interests and being a lookalike via Facebook's algorithm. How much faith do I have in that? Not a lot. Not a lot. So while I haven't stopped necessarily some of those page-like ads targeting people based on lookalikes and uh, interests, I am skeptical of any of those results. Whereas on the flip side, if you visit my website, if you're on my email list and you like my page, you have value. So sure, there's going to be a cap at how much I'll spend for those people. But if it's, say, $0.10, cents, $0.15, cents, $0.20 cents more than a lookalike or um, interest targeting page-like, I think it's worth spending it. I mean, it's kind of a gut feel on that one. Um, it also goes back to, again, knowing that when I've targeted people based on interests and lookalikes and that kind of stuff, trying to sell stuff, they don't buy. Well, these people who visit my website, they might not have been fans but they're closely connected to me. So I know they have value. I just need to get them into that Facebook funnel now. So be willing to spend a little more to attract the people most likely to buy. Likely to buy. An example of that would be email subscribers and customers. So people have already bought from you. I mean, they sh- they've shown that they have a lot of value. So you can target those people with just custom audiences. And feel free to spend a little bit more to get them to like your page. Um, because, you know, if they see your stuff organically, they're valuable people. And then, of course, website custom audiences, those people uh, most likely who, who have visited your website. So those are the first two groups. Now, I understand that, um, you know, not everybody has a big email list. Not everyone gets a lot of website traffic to pull from the target. Those should be your, your priorities and then venture off. And target appropriately based on lookalike audiences, based on behaviors, based on interests, um, based on demographics. But always, you know, be skeptical of those results. Don't expect to get quality out of your ads or out of your fan base. (laughs) Um, I have lower expectations for that, okay? Um, Because if you don't target appropriately, if you do just focus on the number... As, a, as opposed to the quality, yes. All these talk, all this talk about Facebook likes being worthless, it is correct in that case. Asshole. All right. So I just asked our bartender for the tab. Man, you cheapskate. I will take care of you once again. But thanks again for um, for enjoying a drink with me today in the virtual pub. Um, one last mention here. Again. When we talk about Facebook ad targeting, no more powerful tool than website custom audiences to target people who visit your website. So it would be targeting your website, or people who visit your website generally, or those who have visited individual pages or sections of your website um, to either build an audience, build your email list, increase traffic to your website, or drive sales. And I'll talk that through completely, start to finish, within my Website Custom Audiences Workshop, which is a 90-minute 
webinar um, where step through the basics, but I also step you through exactly what you need to set up. And this includes some unique content that's only available to members. All right, so go to johnlimber.com slash WCA dash workshop for more information. All right, so thanks again. Until next time, do awesome things. I'm out. Mm-hmm.